You'll get them back once we finish your counseling. You sure that's everything? Yeah. No more hard rock music. Nothing with profane lyrics or suggestive themes. No, that's it. That's all of it. Well, there's a box of old gospel tapes in the attic if you'd like me to look for them. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, shit. Hey, I meant to give this back to you. Where did... Where did you get this? Well, you left it in here last night. You took it off right before we fucked. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before we laid down together. <laughs> no, but that didn't really... That didn't happen. Well, of course it did, David. I mean, the three of us went at it in here like we was at Sodom and Gomorrah. Although there was a little more Sodom than Gomorrah, you know what I mean? Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 298. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where this is week one of us putting the hurting on the holidays in the trilogy of terror ornaments. Week one. Oh, all ye faithful. You almost said come. I, I did. I <laughs> it's got come on the brain. I do, I do. When I think Catholic Christians, uh, Christmas songs, that's that's all I'm thinking about. Well, you really can't. You can't hear that opening clip without thinking of come. come. So. And it's winter. There's white stuff falling everywhere. Right. I mean, I mean, Christmas is just a giant bukkake celebration. Yep. That's what this is. I've thought that ever since I was a child. <laughs> Who's bukkakeing on you? The the Mother Earth. Oh, you know, damn, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. This got inappropriate it fast. Did. I'm James. And uh, if you couldn't tell from that terribly awkward intro that we didn't record twice, um, this is week <laughs> one of our trilogy of terror ornaments. Are you? Did I say it right? I, I put an extra or in there. I think terror ornaments. Terror ornaments. <laughs> the nice that you can't say it without sounding drunk, no matter what. If you say yeah. it right or if you say it wrong, you still sound drunk. It's like trying to say pterodactyl when you're drunk. Pterodactyl. What was that? Pterodactyl. <laughs> what was that? Was that an old uh, Dana Carvey bit? Oh, from maybe his, from his stand-up when he he said you can't say judicial system without sounding judicial system <laughs> without sounding like you're hammered. The judicial system. Uh, no, it does sound like a very Dana Carvey-esque joke, though. He had a special that used to air on uh, Comedy Central that I... They'd air it, like, 20 times a year, and I'd watch it every single time. Were you just watching Wayne's World? No. Because that used to air 20 but times I, a year But well. I would watch that as well. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so this is uh, this is the first week of our, uh, of our holiday uh, festivities. Uh, we figure you're going to get a double dose of holiday movies for the next three weeks because we want to absolutely... Um, make ourselves have nothing for next yeah, year. <laughs> we want to ensure that there's no possible way to do a, a Christmas episode next year. We're killing the show, everyone. I was thinking about that yesterday. Like, we, we, like we're really doing ourselves dirty here. Yeah. Because we're doing three weeks, six movies that we're taking off of the, the, the block for next yeah. year. But Th- this just means that 2023 needs to step up its game and give us some new uh, Christmas horror movies. Well, the nice thing is that in terms of holiday-themed horror movies, Christmas is 
the oh, one of one of the more prolific. I wouldn't say one of the more. It's the most prolific. Right. Yeah. Most people. Yeah. Yeah. There's, absolutely. Like there's what two or three just this year coming out that are holiday. Oh, it's way themed. more than that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, good ones. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but be, good is not in our vocabulary. Dude. That's true. We don't. They don't need to be good for us to do them. That's absolutely true. We might true. be doing the Grinch movie next year. Who the fuck knows? Oh, God, I hope not. The whole feature of Jim Carrey, the Grinch, and the mean one. I rewatched the Jim Carrey one. It's good. Like a month ago. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it holds up. A month ago. That would have been closer to Halloween than it was to Christmas. It, it's it's <laughs> weird. It's weird watching that movie, though, because little Mary Sue, or whatever her name was, is the singer of The Pretty Reckless. Oh, now. yeah. And, like, you can't see clips of them playing live without her just, like, showing her boobs off. <laughs> and it's just really weird that that little girl grew up to be that person. Did you say little, little Mary Sue? Was her name Mary Sue? Was it? Uh, Not Mary C- Sue. Cindy Lou. Who? Cindy Lou. Yeah, Mary Sue, Cindy Lou. Same uh, name. Taylor Momsen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a babe. <laughs> Not back then. Not back now, then. Now she's a babe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, what's up, dude? What not, have you been up uh, to? Not a whole lot, man. It's uh, it's Thursday night. First off, we're oh yeah, we're off our game. We're recording a little early tonight because we got a big old party this weekend. Yeah. Well, and uh, people are already starting to drop off. Though. People we'll are s- dropping like flies. We'll see how it goes by the end of the by the end of the. I'm uh, getting week. End. I think I'm gonna get all of our group of friends new immune systems for Christmas. That's 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 what's gonna happen here. Listen, I'm not I'm not even gonna have this conversation <laughs> right now because I'm not gonna jinx anything. Fair. We'll have this conversation next week after the party. <laughs> no, it's nobody's fault, but this time of year sucks though, and it wreaks havoc on people with, you know, germ factories, you know, and kids. And, yeah, it's funny. We you know. we pick the worst time of year to have the the one party where all of our friends get together. Yeah, we should do it in the middle of summer. We should a Christmas in July. We should do it in the fall. Oh wait, I did. Yeah, yeah, but not everybody was there. You're right, because it's impossible to get all of our friends together. Um, but uh, <laughs> yet it was going to happen in two days, and you know, yep. Then yep. you had then you had to fucking get whatever you have the fluvid flu and RSV at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> flu flu really sucky virus. That's what that stands for. RSV. Yep. Yeah. Real shitty virus. Real shitty virus. Real shitty virus. I got that real shitty virus. <laughs> you got that real shitty stuff. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I, I don't think I've been up too much. I've no. just been chilling, getting ready for the weekend. Cause we up. have we got the party, and then we got uh, my kid's birthday the next day. And oh yeah, so it's yeah. How old is she? He. Eleven. Don't assume their gender. Oh my god, Michael. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he will be 11. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Can you believe that? Does that make you feel old? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not really, though. I'm still pretty... Um, I still act mostly like a kid, so... Yeah? What are you getting me for his birthday? What am I getting you for his birthday? Yeah. Well, I got a bunch of... I, I uh, backed a Kickstarter for some really cool fidget toys for... Uh, they're supposed to be for people with um, ASD and ADHD. Mm-hmm. So I got them for me and for him and for my daughter because <laughs> we're all messed up. So, but those aren't coming until January. Fair. So, other than that, trucks and trains, you know. Yeah, trucks and trains. That's what. It, that's how it goes. I'm we're going it. to Monster Jam in March. <laughs> what? I've never been, and I've dude, always wanted to dude, be, go. It's and, so uh, awesome. Is it? So awesome. Is it loud as fuck? Fuck yes. Yeah. Bring bring earplugs. Well, yeah. Dude, there it's it's unbelievably loud. 
I'm pretty I'm stoked about yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Like I was after I scored the tickets, I went did, on YouTube did, just did to you watch. The, did you get the family seats for twenty dollars a piece? <laughs> dude, you can't get family seats for twenty dollars anymore. Really? They're expensive. Dude, they used to give those away. They're actually I got so I got uh mezzanine level at Ford Field. Yeah. For I think they're forty four bucks a piece. Okay, it's which not is not terrible. terrible. It's not terrible. But they're like, if you wanted to sit down in the lower bowl, it was like hundred sixty bucks. Is Dave Matthews gonna be there? The band or the guy? The guy. Like my friend? No, no. The the singer of the Dave Matthews band. Oh, I I don't know why. Grave digger, oh when God. you dig my grave. <laughs> that was not. That was. That was <laughs> you make it shallow. <laughs> that payoff wasn't. So wasn't worth I it. I <laughs> can feel the rain. It's a good um, song, actually. It, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say that. You should be. I'm not. I'm not at all. We just lost everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost all of our all of our listener. Uh, and actually, I'm probably accurate because Josh. I'm assuming if he found out that you listened to Dave, Math- Dave yeah, Matthews, yeah, he's probably gone. he's out. Yeah, he's, he's gone. Gone. That's yeah, true. Um, yeah, no, I've not done anything. I've been shopping a lot. Like, finally started my Christmas shopping. Cool. So, spent way too much money this past week. You know, hating hating my life, trying to figure out what what this existence is. <sighs> yeah, dude. That's that's pretty much how I do every December. Hey, man, consumerism, so, right? Yep. Yep. You're being a good consumer this this year. Am, am I? You being a good little consumer this uh, year? I'm being a good consumer of Mother Earth. What? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he bought me some dirt. Dirt. <laughs> Actually, you did buy me dirt last year. I did. I. That's, that's true. I did. Did you hear about? Have you heard anything about this company? No. No. How it's like a lot of uh, advertisers, a lot of um, YouTubers. I'm talking about established titles, yeah. by the way. The the company where they sell you a plot of like a one by one square foot plot of land in Scotland, and then you yeah. can call yourself a lord or a lady or whatever. It's all bullshit. It's actually all bullshit. Like there's, you can't, in order to be a lord or a lady, in, in according to Scottish custom, you actually have to be, um, you have to be given that title by somebody we I can't given it by established titles. no it's not it doesn't work that but way they're established well they are established <laughs> that being said I still I still think it's a cool gift and you do as far as I know the whole idea of them like planting it's, a tree it's and all that it's a it, yeah it's a yeah. it's the same as like um like I've heard that you know like when you buy a person a star and they name the star after them sure that's all bullshit too really yeah huh or like, what if you could, if you could or start like a, when you adopt a fucking rhino or something? Also could, bullshit. I wonder if you could, if you could start a program where you like adopt people in need, right? And you you pay you pay their way for a certain amount of time or whatever. Like you own like stake in their life. And then if you ever need to like harvest an organ, like <laughs> you, you have first dibs at it. <laughs> And if you go, if they if they get to a certain age, like if they get to twenty five, where they've pretty much you know like peaked, let's be honest, and you haven't harvested any of their organs yet, all of the twenty five year old uh, sponsored people, yeah, are put into a massive ring where they all fight to the death. Well, well why? For our pleasure. You can you can still harvest stuff after twenty five though. I might uh, I might need something when they're thirty five. Nah, no, because that's I, when you're. Because then what are you paying into? You're paying you, for you you're paying, paying for that good young those good oh. young organs. No, I get I get that from Oprah. Yeah, 
She knows where to get that good blood. And by the way, if you go through the right channels, you can find these these kinds of sponsorships. I'm I'm currently sponsoring a young man in Scotland who has very very similar skin tone to me. So, oh yeah, yeah. If I ever need skin grafts, I can just go to him. See, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> like we could sponsor people. We could have a sponsor through the through the podcast where you can get people's livers. Yeah. For all the uh, the alcoholics that listen yeah. to us. We need a good name though. What's the name? Um. Live or die. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> live, or, live or die. Live. No. Okay. No, that's good. Good enough. <laughs> what else do you need? What know. else do you need? This is all horribly offensive. Uh, all right. No, it's, um, it's just elitist. It's just. <laughs> that's you, all. Yeah. It's like, wasn't this the, wasn't this the plot in one of the fucking uh, um Hostile movies, probably, basically, yeah, probably. <laughs> no, actually, that's that's actually what the that's the plot of that movie, the uh, the island with um Ewan McGregor oh, and I've never and actually seen it. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, never well, actually spoiler, seen it. spoiler alerts. That's I, what it's about. I bought I bought the island thinking that it was the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Shutter Island. No, no, no. The oh, the beach. The beach. Yeah, yeah. I used to get those two movies confused. Yeah. I think they came out around the same time, maybe. Mm, I think the beach came out quite a bit after the Did island, it? but I Did yeah, it beach I could... it to the punch. <laughs> 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 no, that uh, but that's essentially what the the island is. Okay. okay. Like there's there's people who live in this like utopia and sure. and then or no, they live in No, it's, the idea is if you win the lottery, you go to the utopia. And is that me? What is that? I don't know. I hear it. We're There's... packed into a much tighter space here tonight because Mike had to take his table back. We did. Oh, We're... it's gone. No, that's not. Oh, nope, shit. it's still there. Shit. Well, we'll figure. We'll, well figure it out. Let's we'll finish out, the intro uh, and then yeah. we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so like, if you win the lottery, you go to the Utopian Island. But actually, it turns out that in the real world, there's um like, like, uh, celebrities who have their clones. Oh. And if they get sick. And they need like a, a liver or, or something like that, yeah. or a heart transplant. Their their clone in in this place who wins the lottery to go live on the island. They're actually just harvesting their organs. Nice. It's a pretty cool movie, actually. I'm into it. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have shit going on this no, week. No, not, not um, really. It's it's just crazy week, and that's uh, that's it. Just chilling, dog. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into some corrections and also let's correct our technical difficulties. All right. Boom. Nailed it. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, James. Uh, I got a couple corrections here. Uh, oh, you mine, are stupid. <laughs> all of mine have to do with our name pronunciation from last week. Mm-hmm. Got them figured out. Yep. So uh, uh, I was calling her Makia Monroe. It's not mm-hmm. her name. It's Micah. Like it's, Micah. It's not Micah. It's, it's Micah. Micah. It's not, it's not Micah. It's not Micah. She said it herself. It's Micah. Micah. Like M-Y-K-A-A. It's not my. Not my. My. You go down with the slobble. What? Micah. Yeah, Micah. Not, not Micah. Micah. That's the same <laughs> fucking thing. It sounds different when you go up with it, though. When you put the emphasis on the, on the, up, uh, the slide up into the my part. Micah, Micah, or yeah. Micah. It's it not... sounds different. It sounds different. But but that's like that. That could be the difference of it's like, like Frank or Frank. No, that's not at <laughs> all what it, it's not. 
It, it could be the difference between you just like one day somebody asks you your name and you go Michael, and then the other day you go Michael. That's that. Yeah, I I disagree. Her name but, is her name is Micah. But okay, fine, Micah. <laughs> and also, um, I said that last week. You did, you did, and then also uh, Albert's last name, Albert Puyen. We didn't know how to say his last name. Pion. It's Pien. 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 Albert Pien. Yeah, I know. That's how you say it. I heard it straight, uh, straight from the horse's mouth, we, though, in an interview. We, we already made enough jokes about his name last week. So Albert Pien. 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 Um, let's see. Are partridges edible? Oh. Of course. Of course they are. Um, and a, 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 in fact, as described by medi- medieval scholar Madeline Piner Cosman, there's Ooh. another name that we could... Medicinal practitioners in the Middle Ages recommended partridge as food of love. Ooh. They suggested that partridge was superior in arousing dulled passions and increasing the powers of engendering. Wait, superior. Gentle, gentle to the human stomach, partridge stimulated body, bodily fluids, raised oh. the spirits, and firmed the muscles. Oh. Na- so, namely the Kegel muscles. So it's so it's superior to what? Chicken? <laughs> Like, you know, chicken doesn't get it going the way partridge does. Mm. Bro, I don't know about you, but I get fully torqued when I've had a good piece of fried chicken. It's, that's, that's actually true. <laughs> I, I can't say I disagree. Um, And then, oh, the quote, the, I had to do this one. The quote from Orgasmo is, lights mm. on, cameras rolling, let's see some fucking action. There you go. Lights, lights are on, up. cameras rolling, let's see some fucking action. <laughs> oh, Orgasmo. By the way, if you've never seen Orgasmo... I mean, come on. I'd say stop listening to us, but we can't afford to lose any more uh, listeners. <laughs> so just just go watch it. Um, anyway, that's uh, those are the corrections. I'm sure there's more, but those are the ones that we caught. James, yeah, what are we doing this week? So this week, it is the first in our trilogy of tournaments. Tournaments. Oh, kill all ye faithful. And so we watched The Leech. The Leech. Brand from, new movie. From 2022. Yeah. Spoiler alerts. Yep. We'll give you another spoiler alert when we start talking about it. It's not about swamp creatures. Uh, that yep. Well, leeches aren't just in swamps. Well, water creatures. There you go. Liquid, liquid parasites. There you go. Yeah. Well, I guess oh. you could kind of consider him a liquid parasite. They are a liquid parasite. He no, I'm talking about I'm talking oh. about the guy in the movie. Well, yeah. Uh, well, that's, he that's, he imbibes a lot of liquid, and he's a parasite. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> I'm um, trying to be a leech or nothing. And also. <laughs> Uh, the movie Puka, which is one of the Into the Dark installments. Uh, third episode, first season. On Hulu. There you go. I didn't realize how many of them yeah, there were now. Yeah, tons. Um, Did you look at this? Also, no, I didn't. Yeah. Wow, look at so that. So we're getting into the holiday spirit. So the next couple of weeks, they, they're they probably going to be more holiday themed than like movie themed, but who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Who does give a shit? Who gives a shit? If any of you give a shit, come at us. <laughs> And and we will respectfully tell you that we were wrong and you're right. And what's what's that Billy uh, or I think it's no ha- the Happy Gilmore uh, quote? Brown labels, black labels. Who gives a shit? <laughs> or what is it? No, it's gold jacket, green jacket. jacket who gives, who gives a, a shit? shit? That's it. So from uh, labels. <laughs> so from what? Is, where, so from where? What's the name of the brewery on this one? Um, the fog. Oh, this is an abomination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Yep. We've so done from, the fog before. They, there's a whole line of fog beers now, though. Right, but Tons we've never we've never done this oh, though. Oh, absolutely not. So from Abomination Brewery or Brewing, Abomination Brewing, Brewing, Brewing. This is Fognog, 
Fognogs. Fognogs. That's fun to say. How would you... Fognog, I guess you would... Fognog. It's fognog. That's how you would say it here in Michigan. It's foggy out. Might as well have a nice cup of nog. Careful how much of of an accent you put on that. It's a (laughs) fognog. Just just be careful. I was about to just... It's a (laughs) fognog. Yeah, it's a fognog. Yep. Um, <laughs> double dry hopped, double India pale. Jeez, Louise. Double dry hopped, double India pale ale with lactose and spices. Good thing that J. Raj isn't here this week, yep. right? Yep. Wouldn't want to break edge. Um, it's a nine point one percenter. Today's his birthday. Oh fuck! I forgot to text him. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> He's sleeping. Oh dude. I, I can text him right now. He might be up still. It's the architect's birthday today. Yeah, I need to. I need to text him. Shit. You want to pause real quick? No. Okay. Just do it on there. We'll just mark this. We should call him right now. <laughs> like, like, are you up? <laughs> Put him on speakerphone. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Come on, it'd be funny. No, no, no. All right, fine. He'll never be on the show again. All right, we'll pick this back up in a second. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Woo! Uh, the right. fag nag. The fag nag. The fag nag. Just okay. fagging some noggins. <laughs> the fog. The, the fag. That's why it gives the you, fog- and that's why they call it fognog. Fog fognog. Oh, that's why they because it puts fog in your noggin. I thought the fognog was when you're like stumbling home from the bar at two a.m. and then you get like jumped in a back alley and you get fucked. It's the fognog. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That is so much darker. <laughs> Then, then mine, mine is just like you drink the you drink the nog and then you get fog in the brain, but nope, you're getting uh, fucked in an alley somewhere. <laughs> it's, oh. and it's so foggy you can't even see your assailant. <laughs> Dude, I have a story like that. Luckily, I don't think I was oh. fucked, but I was definitely robbed. <laughs> but you can shit better. Oh well, it's- yeah. Just kind of ever, falls out. Ever now. Since then, it just comes out easier. Right, I, I have to why. chug the rest of this. Yeah, so I, that I can as pour do it. I. Oh crap! Like, well, here, cheers. Well, here, cheers, bud. Yep. Everybody, listen to us chug for. Well, now Mike can talk because he just chugged. Oh, uh, um, it's a fag nag. Uh... <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you're gonna make me spit on my microphone. Oh, oh wow. that sounds sexy. It's a fag nag. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so oh, fun I don't to know. say? It just is. It just uh, is. It, the only I, thing it, that would make it better is if it was from Three Floyds. <laughs> it's the Three Floyds fog knock. <laughs> I was I was listening to us try and say uh, Three Floyds last week, and neither one oh, of us no, could say it. Oh no, we couldn't at all. Uh, yeah. Um. So does this thing actually taste like nog? I don't know. If it does, I'm gonna be blown away. It's thick. Do you like do you like eggnog? Oh, Are you a fan? I love eggnog. Okay. We finally found. I know you don't want to hear about it. Oh, we finally we, found a vegan eggnog. No, that's well, really oh, there's tons of them. Tasty, no, there's, the, there's tons of them. But so you finally found one that's actually that good. Legitimately tastes like eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm shocked. So what do they use? Um, I think it's, it's oat milk, but it, but it's like the same spices and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, it's so like, is it, it just works. oat milk with the spices in it? Pretty much. Yeah. So it's, it's just it's a eggnog bit, without the egg in it. Yeah, it's a little bit thinner, just because, but you know naturally because it doesn't have the egg in it. But sure. like, but it's but it tastes delicious. You so. mix a little uh, mix a little teaspoon of cream of tartare in there. There you go. I'll thicken it right yeah. up. Yeah. Or we just use whiskey. That would actually be disgusting though. <laughs> um, <laughs> cheers. Let's try the uh, fognog. Cheers. If this doesn't taste like eggnog, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Smell. It smells like eggnog. Oh my lanta, that is delicious. 
Mm. <laughs> it's so thick. I'm taking you home tonight. Oh my gosh. Dude, that is good. That is delicious. It doesn't completely taste like eggnog. I don't give a, a shit, no, dude. But there's enough of it in there. It like tastes there's, like... There's enough of it to make me okay with it. It tastes like Christmas, though. Yeah, that's good. That's like, fucking good. Like, tastes like... Tastes like... Tastes not just Christmas. It tastes like the end, you know, the, at the end of the night at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, you know, like, Uncle Uncle Rick is a little too drunk. Like, he's starting to tell war stories that are making you sort of uncomfortable. Yep. You know? Yep. And, like, and like Aunt Lori's, like, passed out in the... <laughs> Passed out in the living room with a plate of chicken on her lap, like or or or. That's what this tastes partridge. like, dude. Or partridge, yeah, because <laughs> it's the aphrodisiac. <laughs> Feeling fully aroused, <laughs> she's, she's got the bodily she's, fluid just flowing. She's, she's rocking a boner. <laughs> <laughs> just throws everything off. Rocking a lady bone. Oh <laughs> Not yeah, a lady bone. Oh, no, <laughs> like an, okay, that, and that's the night we found out. <laughs> That's why we're that's why we're known as the Partridge family. <laughs> um, yeah, this is absolutely delicious though. You should mm. uh, you should find your best lover and just fill their stocking with nothing but this. Yeah, like out of the can, like or just fill, dump or, or just dump it into their stocking, or, or fill their ass with it, <laughs> and then just sit underneath them. <laughs> right from the tap. Dude, what's wrong with us tonight? <laughs> this is awesome. All right, so Lots Fognog from uh, Abomination that's a, that's Brewing. That's, that's delicious, dude. Yeah, it's um, like I said, it's got hints of eggnog. It doesn't taste like eggnog, but it, like, it has enough hints of it to where yeah, you I mean, see why they what, what they were going for. <laughs> Listen, if a it's beer awesome. tasted it tasted exactly like eggnog, I'd be a little concerned, you know. Well, maybe if I got this from Embassy, where it was sitting for seven years before I bought it, it might actually have the consistency of eggnog. Did you get it from Canteen? Oh yeah. You, yeah. Do you even go to Embassy anymore? No, God, no. Only, places. Such Only shit, if I dude. absolutely need to find like an import or something like that. I was, I was talking to my uh, my next door neighbor, who used to used to be one of the brewers at Roke. Oh, okay. So he knows about beer, you know, and like, and he's uh, we were talking about like all the different stores that we like to go to around here, and we both like at the same time were like, "You ever been to Embassy?" <laughs> and we're and he's just like, "Dude, oh my god!" Like you walk in and it looks impressive at sure. first, but also it's like kind of run down and like shadowy and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, "You start looking at the bottles and it's the like, aisles are kind of like there's those... shit that's just been sitting there for like yeah. fifteen years." Yeah. The the aisles of Embassy are kind of like that alley we were talking about. Yeah. Like you just you could walk back one and come out a new man and you, not even know who did it. You might get the beer you want, but also you might get fucked. Like yeah. there's oh yeah, <laughs> there's no telling what's gonna happen at Embassy. Yeah. So stop on. By twelve mile and fucking. <laughs> For fuck's sake! I can't believe that place is still in business. Um, to be honest yeah, with you. this though is delicious. If you yeah. can find this near you, highly, highly recommend. Yeah, very it's delicious. Delicious. Hats off, abomination. Hats off to you. So anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about now. It's time to get into a little thing that we call. Stop. Stop. You got to find a new way to transition to this. Why? You transition to the next part the exact same way. Oh, and did you notice that what I was just doing was totally different than what I usually do? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. I was saying, now it's time to get into something that we call. That's not oh, what I... Oh, that part of it's new. Yeah, I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, well, I wasn't... I didn't go, let's get into... Because that's the fucking bleed feed, dude. Oh. Okay. So now you screwed up my whole... Now you screwed Here, start, up... start over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's what we're drinking, and that's what we're talking about now, Michael. Yes. It's time to get into a little segment that we like to call... Butt Stuff. <laughs> yep. Trailer Trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. All right, James, got two for for you this week. Oh yeah. Um, have you watched any new trailers over the last couple of days? I don't. Because one think of these so. for sure you've probably seen or wanted to watch if uh, if you came <clears throat> across it. But if you didn't, that's good news. So I honestly uh, don't think so, dude. The first one, where's my mouse? Where's my mouse? I just saw there it. it. I just got saw it. it scurry across the bottom. Yep, got it here. Okay. Uh, first one is one that I'm very excited about. I know you're going to be very excited about it because. <laughs> Words are hard. Excited about it. You're going to be excited about it. Very excited about it. Yeah. Um, because it is a sequel to one of our favorite anthology movies of the last couple years. Yeah. This is Scare Package 2. Oh, hell Rad yeah. Rad Chad's Revenge, Cool. Baby. I saw this earlier. I didn't watch it, but I saw it earlier. Yep. But I figured you were going to be using it. So uh, The original Scare Package we fucking loved. Yeah, we just um, did it uh, a couple months ago, yeah, really. There's some bigger people in this one, too. Dope. From my understanding, Sweet. so I'm excited to watch this. So this is uh, find this on your own screens. Come back and uh, join us after you've watched it. This is Scare Package Two: Rad Chad's Revenge. Friends, family, it means so much to me that you're here today. But it also means I've met my tragic, but clearly untimely demise. Yep. Yo, I'm do, into do, that. Do you realize who that guy was that just said, oh, that was pretty good? That's yeah, Graham Skipper. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking Father David. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Graham Skipper has been popping up in a lot of stuff lately. We'll get to it later. Yeah. He's kind of everywhere. That's um, cool. Yeah. Graham, uh, Graham Skipper is in it. Uh, Jeremy King is in it. Uh, Zoe Graham. All people who are in like a lot of like, I don't know, more indie kind of movies. Lately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Maria Olsen from Starry Eyes is in it. Uh, yeah, lots of people. It looks fucking great. Like, and I love it because the first movie was an anthology movie, right? Mm -hmm. I love the fact that it looks like they didn't do an anthology this time, but they did more of a like parody of all the different tropes well, in looks, one movie. It so looks, it still sort of is that. It but, still looks like an anthology, but it looks like the the wraparound story is uh, Rad Chad on a screen within the confines of a saw. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a saw, <laughs> like a saw situation. I'm I'm so, so into it. I'm it looks, so fucking into really it. That looks really cool, man. I'm I'm excited for <laughs> that. That one. looks amazing. Uh, comes out 12, 22. 22 comes out this year. Oh, dude. Jesus, James. I know what we're doing. Well, first first episode of the new year. Well, no. Well, that's aside gonna be, from our yeah, know. it's gonna have to be that. But fine. Right. Second episode of the new year. Yeah. So, which means we're gonna be behind because everybody else is Fuck. gonna do it first. <laughs> Fuck. Bonus episode. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's exciting, though. Mm. That's really fucking exciting. Yep, I'm excited for that one. Hell that was yes. cool. All right, uh, next up, though, on the list is uh, one that you might not have heard of. Uh, I I skimmed through this trailer, so I know a little bit of what we're into. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this. The movie is called Thorns, so go look it up. I'm not going to tell you much more other than it feels very much like 
it, it feels very much like a oops, stop <clears> playing. <throat> there we go. Uh, like a like a spiritual successor to an old franchise. You shouldn't say this stuff. You should just see if I pick up on that. Well, well, just saying. You piece of shit. I'm just saying, James. All right, let's okay. see it. Anyway, this is the uh, this is the trailer to Thorns. I understand you are on your way to Iron Mountain Observatory to find out why and when silent after receiving a signal from a missing probe. <laughs> Signal transmit. Amen. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> what, is, it, what is that the spiritual successor to? It it feels like one of the really the really low budget Hellraiser sequels. And not just because of Doug Bradley. It just kind of feels like that's what they're kind of going for. Yeah. To me, at least. Yeah. Um, um, it, here's the thing. It looks to like, me... Let's say the next four words, one at a time. How many words? Wait, how many words do we get? Four? You get four words? It looks, Six words. Six okay. words. And it, we're, we're both going to say them at the same is, time, one at a time. Is it looks like Not, part of it? Yeah. It, so it's it looks like, and, and then, then, six and then you have six words. <laughs> Come on, that, <laughs> It's not that hard, man. Come on. Okay, fine. Ready? All right, ready? They, uh, a, okay, it looks, looks like, like they a really child of make dog shit. Good. <laughs> a steaming pile of dog shit. No, yes, no it, does. it doesn't. That looks awful. No, it doesn't. That looks it. It looks awful. like somebody who had a, a much bigger concept from for what they could make the budget that they had to make it. Okay. That's what it looks like. That's fine, they, but that so it could still there could still be a good movie under the lackluster kind of appearance of part of the movie. The effects look decent. I disagree. On really, yes, there was the one like the guy ripping his own face off yeah. looked pretty cool, and that was it. No, other than no, other than that, I didn't I see it. I didn't see a single. And this shot right here, right at the end with the mountains and stuff, yeah. that's really pretty. But um, everything else looked fucking terrible. No, it didn't look that bad. This is this, this I'm movie, just saying, like objectively, in my opinion, it looked like dog shit. It looks like Doug Bradley is like a. Some oh, sort it, looked, of a, it looks like dog shit. Looks, <laughs> look, dog, dog shit. It looks like he's some sort of a priest or whatever, and he's talking about the apocalypse, and there's some sort of demon there that is there to bring upon the end of days and fulfill the prophecy of the oh, where, revelation. Where, where did you get that? Did you get that from the the part where the demon says bring about the end of days? <laughs> oh yeah. no, it says bring about hell on earth. That that's that's actually exactly where I got that from. Yes. Um, um I don't think it looks terrible. I think there's promise to it. I do. I don't. But I do. That's fine. I'll watch it. I will. I'll watch it and then we can come back here and we can laugh about how wrong you were. That's fair. That's <laughs> because fair. it looks we should, awful. We got to watch all the Hellraiser movies. The Hellraiser series is going to be something we're going to tackle in the next year. It's going to happen. The Hellraiser series? Yeah. 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 
I like I actually like a lot of the later sequels that nobody else does. So I'd be curious to how you feel about them. I, I doubt you've seen a lot of them. I've seen. Wait, have we not done? Well, we did. We did the original, and we did the second one, and then we did Judgment. Uh, and we then did we Revelations. Did... No, no, we didn't do Revelations, did we? No, we did Ju- Judgment. Was the newer one, right? Yeah, we didn't do the vi- the video game one, right? We didn't no. do that. I watched and them then myself. We did, and then we but... did the new Hellraiser. So there's like what four movies in the Couple middle that we, we still done. need to catch yeah. up on. And if, um, and if we take a week off, we'll just smash those episodes together <laughs> and put it out as something new. I just, I mean, like I, I will probably like them just because I like the characters. Yeah. They might be awful movies, but the characters themselves, I think, sure. are really cool. Sure. This movie, the only character who really stood out was the th- actual Thorn person. Sure. But even they looked pretty bad. I I I, I still say the reason these indie movies look bad <clears throat> is because they don't have the finishing. You know what this looked like? like they to need me? to be finished. You know what they the, look right. They look like they're shot on like a DV camera. Right. Or something like the like col like the colors were it, it almost had that like motion smoothing thing on it where it a like bit, it yeah. looks too real. Yeah. And also the colors were too bright. Like yeah. I'm not buying like I'm not gonna be scared of a movie. It, you know, that's kinda that's kind of a weird thing because like you can use bright, beautiful colors and still have a scary movie. Look at sure. like uh look at look at Mandy, look at Midsummer. Um, You've not seen Midsummer. I haven't yet, seen Midsummer, but, yeah. but uh like like Mandy, uh, um, what's the other Joe? Are oh, you talking about movie? Like the, like, the neon movies? Like yeah, like this. like those are yeah. they're beautiful movies to look at, but they can also be pretty either disturbing or frightening sure, or sure. whatever. Um, this movie just looked like it looked like a. You know how you've always complained about movies or show TV shows on the BBC? Yeah. Like you hate, I you don't hate British. Movies. I actually don't disagree with you that it did look like that. Right. I just kind of feel like there is enough to kind of offset that to keep my interest. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope, but, I, I, but as it stands right now, I think I it looks like dog shit. I don't know that I hope that you're wrong because it could be really fun to tear it apart too. Sure, yeah, that'd be fun. So, yeah, you know, we like doing that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway uh, that's uh, that's your trailer trash that's this week. Trailer trash, baby. So we're gonna take a little bit of a break when we get back. It's time to kill all ye faithful. No. No, James. Why? Oh, because we haven't, oh, God, we haven't, we haven't even yet. gotten to the news you yet. Stupid mother fuck. My apologies. Yeah, you better. The uh, the fog in my nog. It's hard to see through right now. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you have fogs on the brain. Got huh? a little fog in my nug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's going on here? All right, uh, not a whole lot of news this week, honestly. It's uh, it's pretty fucking uh, dismal, actually. I only got four pieces. What? I mean, it's, it's been less than a week, in fairness, so yeah, well. give it that. Uh-huh. Um, so the original house from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, <clears throat> was turned into a cafe a few years ago when new owners took it over. It was called the Grand Central Cafe. Well, it's been sold. And a lot of people were worried that the new owners were going to either tear it down from, or... Sorry, from what movie? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, right on. Yeah. The, a lot of people were worried that the new owners were going to tear it down or do something else with the property and this and that. Well, good news is that the um, the people who bought it actually seem to be horror fans. And they want to keep not only the legacy of the movie alive, but the legacy of the director alive. Really? Because they are renaming, they're keeping it a restaurant, they are renaming it from the Grand Central Cafe to Hooper's. 
Dang, that's which cool. Which is pretty awesome. It's very yeah. cool. Pretty cool. So if you've always wanted to go there and uh, have a have a body burger, you can still do a that. Body burger. I don't know if that's what they sell. I just kind of assume. Yeah. Like a like a Hank steak. Hell yeah. You have that, you know, if you want to. It's like a hanger steak, but it's a Hank, you know. <laughs> it's a guy because they're, they're, they're cannibals. I, yeah. And the, the whole meat hook thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, you get it now. Okay. Yeah, okay. So if you ever wanted to go there, uh, <laughs> you still can, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be called Hoopers from here on out, and that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, great name so, for a fucking for pretty a cool. Uh, place too. Hey, can I jump in real quick? No, Are you done with that story? I'm not. Okay. If you wanted to go, it's at 1010 King Court in Kingsland, Texas. 1010 King Court in Kingsland. Yeah, lots, lots of, of kings. kings. Lots of kings. Yeah. Um. All right, now are you done with now that story? Now I'm done with it, yes. We neglected to bring up a death last week. <gasps> Who? Uh, Jason David Frank. We oh, didn't talk shit. about. Oh, shit. How did we not bring that up? Which, being such a big part of our oh, childhood, my God. is kind of fucked yeah. that we didn't bring it up. Rewind, death. Fuck, how did we miss that? Uh, I don't know. I was listening to the show, and I Come was on, like, fucker. how did we not talk about this? Yeah, so, Jason David Frank died from apparent suicide, which yeah. is crazy. So Jason David, David Frank, in, in case you don't know, he was known as the green slash white ranger. ranger he was also from, the red ranger, I think, at one point in time. He had been on the show a ton from as, its inception. As a stuntman, right? No, no. From its inception to like relatively recently as a character he but, came back a ton but as he was tommy but but as the red ranger that was always no no he he was the red ranger i think at one point in time in in the lineage of because power rangers it seems like every like season or so it's like a different version of them yeah and jason david frank over the years kept coming back he was a mainstay of oh the series. so he was the red after <clears throat> oh he was yeah the green oh, and yeah. white. okay yeah yeah all right yeah. And then he went back to being the green, back yeah. to being the white. Or I, I, I don't, I, I never. I still remember it, that story, the storyline of the the green slash so good. white ranger yeah. when I was younger, and yeah. like that was my like, I think that's the closest thing that I'll I'll ever get to, uh, of like feeling what people feel when they watch soap operas. Like watching the story unfold of the green slash white ranger. Was that was so captivating to me as a kid. That was and I, a f- like when they when they finally revealed who he was and he was a baddie at first. Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden he was a good guy and he had the fucking knife with the, the flute, fucking flute. And the, turned into a giant like uh like Siberian tiger and yeah. like Saber Sabra, was that his name? Dude, Sabra. What was, so... what was the Saber's name? Simba Sab no, it wasn't Simba. Sabra Sa- look it up. The, um, the actual the actual tiger's name yeah no the, the the actual like the sword oh the name of the sword there was that was because that was the time when we were kids that was the first time that i think we ever actually knew what linear storytelling was from oh, yeah. episode to episode yep probably um yeah no it was, it was so good are you kidding me uh saba saba yeah i knew it was close it's like saba. um so sweet dude with the like the the end of the the handle had the i had that when i was a kid i had the toy too. Where you you pulled back on like the the lion's mane and it talked and everything. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was awesome. And it had the little dude. When I was in the, when I was so dude, sweet. Power Rangers was such a big 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 part of my life. Oh, I was yeah. in elementary school. Yeah, I used to go up with my buddy Jimmy Sains. Got some name dropping. We'd go up there. We were both fucking you're, nerds. You're name dropping somebody who nobody else knows. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's uh, not a name drop, dude. <laughs> 
No, point is, like, <laughs> a little a little guy named Jimmy, Jimmy Sains. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Uh, no, we were the fucking outcast nerds, even in elementary school. You know, like, and we'd go up to the elementary school um, jungle gym, like the the play the playground, mm-hmm. and we'd literally just the two of us would reenact full on Power Rangers episodes. Yeah, I do fighting imaginary putties and this and that. Like, it was insane. Like. Like, we were so about Power Rangers when we were fucking 10 years old, you know? Like, it it was a huge part of our lives. And mm-hmm. I realized I realized that Power Rangers, to a lot of kids in our generation, was maybe their first exposure to kaiju. Because Power oh, Rangers, yeah. in, in, it was kaiju. It was a Japanese show. It was called uh, Super Sentai Rangers or something. Like yeah. Super, Super Sentai something. And, and then they basically just like they added it was guys in rubber suits the, running around and destroying cities. And like, then they added on like all the the teen drama stuff in America for yeah, the American but market. But all of like the Rita Repulso, Lord Zed, all that was original Japanese stuff, yeah. which is why their their dialogue never <laughs> like, matched their mouth. The ADR was terrible. <laughs> all of the actual like Rangers fighting was all the Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. It was only like the the real kids. So there was, uh, and that's still the case to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. There was a there was as far as I know at least, there was a documentary about how uh the guy that ran Saban or whoever it was, you know, that that brought the Power Rangers to the United States. Oh Sa- Saban, right? Saban, yeah. yeah. They I, is it Saban? I always thought it was it? Saban. It's S A B A N, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Point is though, is like there's a whole thing about how like they were geniuses for bringing it over. Yeah. Because it was such a low cost to make because they only had to re refilm. Like a quarter of the show every week, just the teen, like the teen drama yeah. stuff, basically, yeah. and yeah. basically wrap a story around all this other pre-shot stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's genius. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, the, the, the and the, the thing is that, um, Jason David Frank, it's weird because he was like crazy born again Christian, like really religious. Yeah, he had a uh, an MMA. He was an MMA fighter for a while. And he was badass at it too. Um, oh yeah, he, had, he was a very accomplished uh, martial artist. Martial artist, yeah. He had his own MMA clothing line called Jesus Didn't Tap. That's how religious this guy was, right? Yeah. So for him to commit suicide, yeah, is insane. Yep. Absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, and it makes that, well, me wonder. A, oh, sorry, I was going to say, yeah, like yeah. when I, when I first heard that it was suicide, and I thought about the little Jesus Didn't Tap thing, makes me wonder if that was named such because he had been having such a hard time in his life that he wanted to give up but then he thought to himself Jesus didn't tap Jesus doesn't tap oh, but I, yeah, and I wonder right. if the, I wonder if this has been like a long like lifelong depression or something that he's been battling well I mean yeah I, you I, know like I mean who knows it's just it, it popped yeah, into my head that way though it, you know it's it's tough to speculate with things like this but <laughs> it, typically if somebody ends their own life it's you know it's safe to assume that they've been suffering for quite a while yeah and yeah, and that's just a testament to like how difficult these these like when you're de- when you're dealing with uh yeah when you're dealing with um uh, uh um when you're dealing with like depression or mental illness any sure. kind of mental illness or, like it's just a testament to how uh you know like how easily what, you can fake it for a long time before well, not, not even fake it I mean like you know because if he if he was a born again christian and he was very against this type of thing like it's if you don't have the right help like if you don't get the right help you don't have the right avenues to you know figure that stuff out it's it's tough it's amazing you know how how 
depression and stuff can just sure. kind of make you forget about all of your convictions yeah, and, absolutely. And, and and take that ultimate step, which is sure. uh, just awful, awful, awful news. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest the, in peace. Uh, and uh, sorry we missed it last week. Yeah, no, I can't believe we did that. That's yeah. crazy. All um, right. So anyway, um, yeah, go ahead, Bob. Uh, into the rest of the news here that doesn't seem near as important now. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, we knew that was getting a sequel, right? Like that was a given. We knew it was oh, coming. Oh well, yeah. Um, however, uh, a director has been announced, and it's not Reitman. Really? It's not Jason Reitman. No. Okay. Uh, it's a guy named Gil Keenan who served as a writer and executive producer of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. So Jason Reitman is handing the reins of, of the directing duties over to him, and he is now taking a more producing role on the new film. Okay. Um, it's been announced that uh, Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon are back on board. Uh, they're officially in. McKenna Grace has talked lovingly about wanting the sequel so i guarantee you she's in i would hope so um, she was the best part of the whole movie i haven't heard anything on finn wolfhard and his character i would imagine he would come back sure i mean it's ghostbusters why would you not come yeah. back right come on yeah you be a loon yeah but hey stranger things have happened Okay, um, Ernie Hudson also is reported to be back because his storyline set up a future for the Ghostbusters. Oh, sure, yeah. So I'm, I'm super pumped that he's, he's a fucking, carrying He's a torch. baller now. He's like... Fuck yeah, he is. He's the businessman. Yep. Like, owns the... Uh, he owns the fire station. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Anyway, though, so that's exciting. Um, Shawnee Smith, James. Babe. You know Shawnee Smith is. Yeah, she's a babe. Yeah. What's she from? Saw. Yeah. Sawney Smith. Yeah. Sawney Smith. <laughs> Well, she was in uh, the original Saw, and then she came back for Saw 3 and turned out to be Jigsaw's helper and this and that, right? <gasps> Spoilers. Uh, pretty soon, she's also going to be known for Saw 10 because she's coming back. Saw 10? They already didn't nope, they make Saw it? 9 was Spiral. Oh, was it? Yep. Okay. So Saw 10... Uh, Shawnee Smith is in talks to return to the franchise. We already knew that Tobin Bell was coming back. Um, here's here's where I I I, I start to get curious <clears throat> as to how they're doing this. Are they going to completely disregard Spiral? <laughs> because that set up kind of for like a, a direct continuation, if you will. It really did. So I hope that they're not going to just forget about that. Well, here's the thing. They're almost kind of setting up their own sort of MCU. Like they can branch out in different directions and then bring it all back to center if they want. They could. You know, like you can now you can now go uh, off into the disciples of of Jigsaw. Yeah. You can go uh, down the road of, you know, the 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 kid from. Spoiler alert, it's the, the kid from uh, Spiral who was pissed off about his, what was it, his dad was, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, his dad, because of the neglect, because of the neglect of the police department, sure, his dad sure. died or whatever the fuck, um, I need to rewatch it, uh, but there's, there's different avenues that they can go down, sure, you can still pick up with Dr. Gordon, what the hell has he got going on, like, there's yep. really a lot of different ways you could take it. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how they're doing it, uh, Kevin Gort, who directed the highly regarded, I'm getting this from Blade Disgusting. The highly regarded Saw 6 and the final chapter and edited Saw 1 through 5 and Jigsaw. He's coming back to direct it. Okay. So there's a lot of old players coming back to this. 
So my my impression is that it's going to feel like an old Psalm movie. Yeah. Got the hiccups here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's going to feel like an old Psalm movie. Yeah. Um, I, I just really, really hope, though, that they do incorporate part of Spiral in because I want Spiral to feel like a part of the franchise instead of a whole separate thing. Yeah. I don't want it to be the, the redheaded stepchild of the series. I really know? liked... Did Chris, no offense to redheads. Chris Rock didn't... He didn't die at the end of Spiral, right? Uh, yeah, he got put up on the big thing in the, at the end. He was bloodletted. Remember? That wasn't him. Yeah, it was. Was it? think so no that was uh that was samuel L. jackson oh you're right it was I th- i'm jackson. pretty sure chris was rock sam was jackson yeah i'm pretty sure chris no rock you're was right alive at you're the right because sam jackson was yelling at him get me done motherfucker <laughs> so i would <laughs> i would like to see yeah if i'm this is assuming that i'm not wrong we went to the drive-in we and did. what do we do when we go to the drive-in we preach we, the word of god we pre- preach the word of god and we uh take Part in the sacrament. Yes, that's that's the one. <laughs> a lot, and so I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have a a real clear recollection of the end of. Spiral. Here's here's what I hope they do. I hope that they make this movie to feel as though like it's a direct continuation of the original series, and then start to integrate the new stories into that'd be it, cool. right? Yeah, that'd like, be cool. Like, what if in two movies, Chris Rock came back? Like, they could totally do that. <laughs> what if... It'd feel what, a little bit placed, but they what could if, totally do it. What if eventually Billy the Puppet and the stupid pig with the dumb voice <laughs> come face to face? Celebrity death match. And it's like... And it's like I want to play a game, and it's like, no, I want to play a game. <laughs> I want to play a game. I want to play a game. Oh, it's stupid <laughs> fucking voice. Anyway, though, uh, the new film is slated for October twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. So we'll find out next year. That's right exciting. Right on. Which means, dude, new uh, Saw movie now. Yeah. Seemingly every other year. I'll yeah. take that. That's fine. Re- regardless, I'm always down for more Saw movies. I Absolutely. Do- I don't care. I literally don't care. Seen that? Like saw they this. they could be they could be total shit movies, and I will still watch them. Yeah, What'd you just say? I'm happy you talked over it. What'd no, you it's say? Fine. It's fine. Seeing that, saw what? what? Do you have to say it now? <laughs> I said, seen this, saw that. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. It's fine. Um, okay. This is actually really exciting news. Awesome. Uh, you know me going through the Stephen King uh, bibliography, right? Yeah. Right? It's a big word for this time of night. Oh, I know, right? Uh, going through his bibliography. <laughs> I'm going to say it again because it's worth it. Um, the... The Dark Tower series yeah. is regarded as some of his best work. Not everybody loves it, but it's but regarded by a lot of like kingophiles that it's some of his best work. Not right? the adaptations, though. Not the adaptations. I feel, like, no. I feel like I hear a lot of hate thrown toward. I haven't seen any of them. But speaking of <clears throat> adaptations, there's one name that is synonymous with doing the absolute best Lord's work of adaptations. Yeah. And his name is Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So Mike Flanagan and his partner, Trevor Macy, uh, their Intrepid Pictures recently is moving from, uh, recently moved from Netflix to Amazon Studios, mm-hmm. right? Um, now, they're doing a whole bunch of, I think they have like 10, a 10-picture 10 deal with Amazon or something like that. It's, it's, it's pretty big. However, one of the things that they had in the pipeline was working on a new King IP. That IP, The Dark Tower. which is one of Mike Flanagan's lifelong goals was to adapt the Dark Tower series. Right on. Here's the thing. Um, The Idris Elba Dark Tower movie that was supposed to set up a whole, like, like 
like franchise. It just did. It didn't do well. It wasn't great from my understanding. I didn't see it. I'm just going based on how the reception was. Which is a bummer. I love Idris Elba. As do um, I. As I think do he's I. awesome, but I don't, yeah. I haven't seen, I actually haven't read any of the Dark Tower books I yet, remember and everybody, I haven't seen the adaptations. So I remember I, everybody saying that the the character of the gun, the man in black. Gunslinger. No, the gunslinger. Oh. He was the gunslinger, right? Um, I didn't see the movie, so yeah. I'm, point is, the character that Idris Elba played was not the character in the book. Like they changed it a ton. He was uh, Roland, which I don't know what that is, means. Is as that far the gunslinger? As, uh, I don't know. Yeah, look it up. I don't. I don't know either. I've never read the books. Um, <laughs> yeah. The point is this, though. I'm still is making my way through him too. Apparently, so. he was extremely miscast in that movie, and it just didn't do it any favors, <clears throat> and it died. The fact, though, that Mike Flanagan is behind a new Dark Tower series. Uh, yeah, sorry, Roland of Gilead is the the gunslinger. Is the gunslinger. So that was so that was Idris, Idris, Idris Elba. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah. So apparently that he was not a good choice for that role. Okay. Um, the fact that Mike Flanagan though is taking this over though, and we know how good he is at adapting. He understands King in a way that very few filmmakers I think could. I read a lot of the articles that come out, like, yeah. you know, in the news feeds, and like. Everybody who seems to love King and this and that, like, like no one, nobody how, says way. a bad thing about Mike Flanagan's work. Yeah. None of them, right? Yeah. And, and and he's proven himself with with Hush. Uh, um, what's the, uh, what's the other movie? Oculus. Oculus. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the, the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. You know, Haunting of Bly Manor. Like he's he's his body of work is so good. Like oh, also under- Midnight I, Midnight Mass, I wanted to see. I haven't watched that yet, but that, I've heard it's awesome. He also did the Midnight Society TV series. Oh, he did? Yeah. Like, I, he's he's done so much. I've never heard... Midnight s- Club. That's it. Midnight, Midnight Club, Club, yeah. I've never heard a single person, though, talk badly about his work, let alone his, his King adaptations. Right on. So the fact that he is doing this makes me very excited. Yeah. Like, that's going to be a series I am first in line to watch. Yeah, for sure. Out. So Cool. Very exciting. Uh, and uh, James? Yes. That's the news. That's it? That's it. That's all? That's what we got. All right. Well, now I'm back on track. Okay. Now we're going to take a break. And now we're going to get into whatever we're talking about. I don't remember. We- the leech and <laughs> puka. Yeah. That. Poke, poke, what? poke my leech. Poke. I'm going to puka you in the poke, leech. Poke my- I'm gonna leech your puka. All right, we'll be back. Don't don't drink alcohol, people. <laughs> Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Both of these movies have in common. What? Both directors have done segments for the ABCs of Death series. Oh. That's fun. Oh, my. Right? Which ones? Uh, so, The Leech, which is the first movie we're talking about, uh, from 2022, directed by Eric <coughs> Penikoff. Uh, he did M is for Mariachi in the ABCs of Death 2.5. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, we haven't watched 2.5. No. At least I haven't. Have you? 
I've not. Let me take a stab at this, though. M is for mariachi. Yeah. This is about a group of guys who get murdered because of their cultural appropriation of mariachi singers. Oh, really? That's it. Oh, that's your idea. That's my idea. It's not a very good idea. See, mine is more like mine is more like you know how mariachi bands they'll go up to a, a table while two lovers are like having a romantic Rob. meal, and they, and they'll they'll play. And the guy the guy's trying to propose <laughs> the guy's trying to propose to his girlfriend the whole time. Yeah, and. And uh, and they keep on interrupting him, and eventually the girlfriend gets up and takes stabs him with a fork. Takes the champagne glass that the ring is in and shatters it, and stabs one of the guys in the eye socket. I like this. I like this. I have no idea. Mary, this is why we don't write movies because that's, that's why they're called. It's called the Mary Nazi Band. Not not Nazi, but they Nazi because <laughs> they're stabbed in the eye. Fuck. That went real German real quick. Well, it's like the it's like the it's like the Nazi party from uh, Tusk. Ah, the Nazi party. The Nazi party. Ah, that's yeah. it. See, thanks, Kevin Smith. You it's, saved us. It's funny though. I've noticed people who uh, <clears throat> I've noticed like some people have been using uh, because like nowadays, if you even like say the word on on what like word? certain Nazi? Nazi, if you say the word on. Like even if you're saying it in a way where you're speaking out against it, yeah, you'll get flagged on certain social media. What if you're saying it in support of them, like Kanye West? <laughs> then you'll definitely not get flagged because that's sure? totally cool. Because, because he's still running for president. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? You can you can still run, you can't be on Twitter, but you can run for president. <laughs> If you like Nazis. Fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, uh, the first movie that we are watching this week is called... The Leech. What? The Leech. That's the one. <laughs> I didn't know which one we were doing at first. Uh, the Leech, uh, which has a very interesting cast. It does. Jeremy Gardner is in this movie. Yeah. He plays Jimmy Tony. <laughs> he he sounds exactly like the late great Jimmy Tony. I wouldn't. I'm say, not gonna lie. I wouldn't say exactly. I like. would. Oh, I would. I listened to that man quite a, quite a bit. Exact. I feel like Jimmy. I have Tony, flashbacks. I feel like Jimmy Tony was a little more. No. Raspy. No. I little, mean, a little more gruff. Maybe maybe Scruff McGruff. Scruff. Scruff McGruff. Chicago, Illinois, 60652. Let's get bite out of crime. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jeremy Gardner, who uh, is in, this is where I was mentioning earlier how this movie has a lot of connections to new movies this year. Yeah. Who is starring in, not, maybe not starring, but is in Christmas, Christmas Bloody, Bloody Christmas. Christmas. Uh, he's also in With Bliss. Jeff Daniel Phillips. Right. And they both have awesome mustaches. And right? you and I both currently have awesome mustaches. Right. Should we do this movie? Should we fuck? Well, after we do, <laughs> after we do that, should we do this movie for yeah, like fine. next week, maybe? Yeah, that's great. Fuck yeah, dude! All right. So, Christmas, bloody Christmas. Uh, he was also in Bliss, which we loved. Oh, he's also was in good. After Midnight, and he directed After Midnight, which is a movie I've been wanting to see for a long time. He's also in old episodes of Jackass because him and Ray Kion, I've never seen them in the same room together. <laughs> I'm just fair, saying, 
Fair point. Just saying. Uh, also, <laughs> Graham Skipper, uh, who was uh, Father David, also never seen him in the same room as uh, Zach Galifianakis. Dude. <laughs> because he's the fucking same person. It's Zach half Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he also is in Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Both oh, really? Of, both of them. These dudes are uh, just... He's in Scare Package 2, which yep. we already mentioned. Yep. Uh, he was in VFW. He was also in Bliss. He was in he VFW? Was, yep. He was in Beyond the Gates. He was in Tales of Halloween, Almost Human, which is um, Jeremy, not Jeremy Sonier. Um, what's his name? The guy that did Christmas jo- Buddy Christmas. Uh, um, I, was just gonna, I was just going to say Josh Entner. No, no, no. <laughs> you, Josh yeah. Entner. Yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, it's something like that. What yeah, the whatever. hell is uh, it? He's in Almost Human, though, which was his first movie. No, hold on. What the hell is that guy's name? I know it's not Josh Entner because... Jo- Although I believe that Josh Hentner could make a good movie. I don't. It would be an action movie. And it would be a, an action movie with, with a, a terrible movie. soundtrack of terrible metal bands. Well, <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying. Uh, anyway, what though. The hell, what the hell is this? Yeah, look up Almost Human. Uh, we'll uh, go on, though. Also starring uh, Taylor uh, Zudeke as wait, Lexi. Wait, Almost Human was a Joe Bagos? Yeah, what Joe Bagos. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, also is oh, Bloody I was, Christmas. Sorry, I was Christmas thinking of Josh Ethier because oh, Josh Ethier is in Almost Human. He's also the editor of all those movies. All, yeah. uh, yep. He's the editor of all the Adam Green movies, isn't he? Not all, just a couple. All. Just a couple, but he was, I, I do believe that he is the editor of Joe Bigos, though, for most of his movies. Right on, okay. That could be a correction, yeah. I'm pretty sure, though. This, um, is, this is a fucking tangled, it, it really is. A tangled it really mess is. that we're talking about. But anyway, go ahead. Also starring, uh, like I just said, Taylor Zaduke uh, as Lexi. And uh, Rigo Garay as Rigo. As Rigo. <laughs> That's original. Yeah, really, uh, really um, stretching the imagination. The Leech. I didn't know what I was getting into with this movie. Yeah. Um, this movie struck very close to home, being that I work for <laughs> the the Catholic cult. And um, there's a lot of things about this movie that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's would true. you look at that? Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mid- yeah, midnight coke fueled threesomes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's a part where it's like the guy, um, where what's his name, uh, um, <clears throat> Terry, who is the homeless guy that Father David takes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry offers Father David a drink. He goes, oh, you want a drink? And Father David's like, no, 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 I don't drink. And Terry's like, I thought all you priests were alcoholics. Um. This movie is about uh, Father David. Uh, he preaches to a congregation of about three in his church. Yep. Uh, he, uh, Rico is his... You think he's just like the guy that does the music there? You you find out later that he is a uh, a hip-hop prodigy. Rigo, not not Rico. Sorry, Rigo, yes. Yes, and, and prodigy is putting it lightly. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like... <laughs> like this... It's something... This guy, this guy makes Eminem look like MGK. He makes he makes the "It's So Cold in the D" song sound like a Grammy winning song. Is what he does. Uh, anyway, though, um, so cold in, in the D. D. How the fuck, How the fuck we, do supposed we supposed to, to keep the peace? peace. <laughs> good song. Um, anyway, though, uh, yeah. So, so Father David is a good guy by all by all accounts. He's a devout priest or whatever, right? Like he he keeps up appearances. Yeah, he's and just all trying that. to run his flock. He finds Terry sleeping in his church after Mass one day. He offers it to drive him home. Terry is like, he's this motherfucker. My girl lives up here. Oh, she kicked me out. Can you believe that? And I'll go sleep under a bridge. Like, that just gives you like a whole 20 minutes of the movie in, in 
That was a seconds. terrible impression, by the way. Okay, fine. Do it better. No, man. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. Oh, mm, not giving that away. Um, yeah. No. So so Terry though ends up uh, being offered by Father David to stay at his place, right? Because Father David's uh, last homily was all about taking care of the poor. You never know that could be Jesus who needs you, and this and that. Like, yeah. he's very devout. His his intentions are are noble. His I felt so <laughs> I felt kind of bad for him because he would. He would like he would sit in front of his computer every night and get on Facebook and he would write out these little messages to his to his flock and he'd be like um he'd be like it's like he'd, it's he'd, like he'd, be, he'd be like about well whatever, like not like, like not turning away not turning away people who are in yep. need or like the lodgers at the inn or whatever the, you know like it, like you could tell he didn't want to. But you could also tell that he was conflicted by like I'm preaching this. I right. have to do I it. I have to do it. Yeah. Cause like he goes on this thing about like about like you know, Jesus sat with people who he didn't agree with sure. morally, but whores. he knew that but he knew whores, whores and tax collectors. I like how tax collectors are on the same <laughs> level as as prostitutes yep. and, and, and murderers. Um but he's saying this to his flock, which turns out his flock is just Rigo liking. It's like Rigo and like four other people, yeah. <laughs> like liking his his uh his Facebook updates and stuff like that. Uh, Facebook posts. I yep. sound now. I sound like an old man. It's a Facebook update. So he's preaching this stuff. So he's like, "Well, I have to take this guy in." And I, he says, "Like you can stay here for one night. All right, sure." Yeah, because he's about to get kicked out of his house, or whatever. And uh, him, and his, him and his girl were fighting. Right, Lexi was not a part <clears throat> of the story yet. But then he is at confessional one day, and and this girl comes in, and this is after Terry tells him that, oh man, my my girl's just like she's been so hormonal lately. I can't understand what's going on with her, and he, and then he is in the confessional booth and. Then he has this young lady come in who we can't see, and she says, "I'm." The pre- voice is pretty apparent who it is, though. Yeah, and she says, "I'm I'm pregnant, and my the father of the of of the baby is a total loser. He's a homeless loser, idiot, drug addict, and like I'm I'm thinking about getting rid of the baby." And then as soon as he, she says that she's thinking about getting rid of the baby, all of a sudden he has like this, you know. His moral compass Mor- gets erected. Yeah, this moral <laughs> obligation to try to, you know, tell her that it's it's best to let the let the child have a chance at life, and then and then the next day because because <clears throat> those are the parents you want to have a child have, right? <laughs> and, yeah, okay. And then the next day, Terry has his lady coming and moving into the house, and he recognizes her. David, Father David recognizes her as, oh, this is the girl who was in confession. Because of her voice. Like, right. It's a very, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. So I thought throughout this <clears throat> whole thing that the end of it, um, I don't want, I don't want to go through the, the entire movie. Yeah. But like, it goes from bad to worse. They're terrible house guests. They're drug addicts. They're this and that. They take advantage. <laughs> I, we'll, think, we'll, we'll, I think they're actually pretty fun for the most well, part. <laughs> we'll get to the other part. But, like, you know, by the end of it, though, I was really thinking that he would meet somebody else like in his church that had a very similar voice and he would realize that she was not the person. Yeah. Like I really thought that was coming. Yeah. I did. Like, like <clears throat> he's freaking out and 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 yes, spoilers, father the the father ends up murdering people by the end of the movie. 
and burning bodies <clears throat> and everything else. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's a pretty, fucking well, it crazy gets, movie. It gets really fucked towards the end. Like, he slowly... It's it's like... Um, he's losing his mind. Well, yeah. Happening. And, and he's slowly losing his mind because they're such terrible house guests. Like, yeah. they're... They go from, you know, playing loud metal music to uh, smoking in the house to one night they sit down and they want to drink with him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't drink, you know. But then she, but then uh, Lexi's like, well, let's play Never Have I Ever. And if yeah. you're playing this game, you have to drink. So he's like taking shots of wine at first. Sure. And then eventually he starts pulling on some Tullamore Dew. Yep. You notice that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a hard bottle to not spot. Yeah, yep. And and he gets he gets all <laughs> fucked up and then that leads to the scene that you heard in the in the intro, which oh. he basically ends up having a, a threesome, threesome with these people. And, and, and he was the caboose from the sound of it. <laughs> well yeah, I mean it sounds like well, so was Terry, because when because when he because when they when David first walked into the room, I'm pretty sure Terry was getting pegged. Yeah, that's true. That's what it looked like yeah, to me. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> and just like doing coke and like and and smoking weed, drinking whiskey, and then the next day he wakes up and like every and he's like, no, this can't happen anymore. But it's the the through line through this entire thing is. His main goal is to try to convince Lexi that she needs to keep her baby. And so he's like, it's almost like he's putting himself through this like self-destructive process. Yeah. Just so that he can keep an eye on her to convince her that she needs to keep there's her a, baby. There's also a weird byline through this that I think is interesting. Because obviously this movie is made with like... It, it, it's it's sort of poking fun at the whole like religious culture right it, it is it's poking fun at the history of priests it's poking fun at religion it's poking fun at all this stuff i almost feel like it's poking fun at both sides it, it is a little it is a little bit i i feel like it's poking more fun at the religion aspect of yeah. it because it does seem a lot like as a priest the only reason he's doing this is because of the abortion rights Right about because he doesn't want the because he doesn't want her to have an abortion, mm -hmm. and he's sticking up for the child. But he very clearly doesn't want them there. He very clearly doesn't care about that. Mm. But he's doing it out of the sense of obligation that he doesn't even believe in. And I think there's like a double edged sword to that in terms of what the movie actually. Like I don't know means. if it's that he doesn't believe in it. It's Not, just yeah, the, it's the, just a it's just a major inconvenience. Well, I but I don't think that he wants it. Cause, cause it, it, I don't, I oh, I don't think that he wants it either. But like, I, like, do you? No, really... I don't think that he cares. That's the thing. I think he's doing it out of a moral sense of obligation. I don't think he actually cares. But because he knows he's a priest, he it's something that he has to do. So he's forcing himself to do it, and he goes crazy. I wouldn't because of that. I wouldn't say that. I, to me, it's like. If he didn't care, why would he kill himself at the end? Like the the babies. He talk killed himself because he had been having affairs with boys. No, the yes, the, the baby's talking to him from inside the womb, and the baby says, "My life for yours." And so ultimately, he kills himself so that the baby can live. No, I get that. I I understand that, but he also was not a great priest, though, because it's a pretty well established that he has done stuff with other boys. Oh yeah. He's a bad priest to begin with. Well, yeah. So him killing himself is his repentance for all the other shit that he's done. 
Even even though it seems like an inconvenience for the the rest of the movie. I don't know. I think it's a bit more layered. I think it's well, it's pretty it's pretty layered. But yeah. I think I think ultimately it was like I think he I think his goal was to keep the baby alive no matter what. And I don't think that was born out of a sense of uh, like guilt for the things that he had done oh, in I the past. It, I think it was. I mean, the things that he had done in the past had no had no real uh, relation to like a, it, a random relation, baby being the born. relation was he's being like, like i think as a catholic <clears throat> priest he felt like he was being tested to keep this child alive in the face of all the other discretions he had had like that's how i feel like he approached it like this was his way of repenting for all the bad stuff he had done it's not like implicitly said i can i just feel like it's implied mm. that's how i took it at least Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess, I just, I didn't take it that same way. Yeah, but there was, e- but either way, it was, <laughs> either way, it wasn't like a, like he wasn't, he wasn't a particularly good priest. No, I think that he was trying at the beginning of the movie because it sounds like a lot of the things that he had done that were not very, uh, you know, not not in in keeping with in keeping with like the, the 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 principles of the church yeah had happened when he was younger you know like he talked about like he started to admit like admit like smoking cigarettes when he was at uh sure. when he was at what do you call it monastery or whatever the monastery yeah. yeah uh and then they got into like having sex with boys and seminary. stuff like that seminary seminary yeah. yeah and it sounded like all that was pre you notice that seminary starts with semen? Semen, yeah. <laughs> it's <real> strange. <laughs> He's a seminarian. <laughs> I don't know, though, dude. Like, I... I, Oh, fuck. I don't, I don't want to get into that. Never mind. No, there's, I, I... There's, there's, like, some... There's, there's like, some heavy, like, conversations that you you could have about... There's themes. I don't. They don't really unpack the themes a lot in this movie, but they're there. Well, I'm, I'm they're talk, there. I'm talking more about like uh, like real life shit. Well, yeah. We like I've that. I've known I've known Catholic priests who it, it's it's pretty obvious that they're that they're gay. Yeah, I've seen your cornhole. And they and they they go into they go into that like. To, you're just gonna leave that hanging. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm actually talking about something real here. But they, 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 they choose that as a life path because they truly believe, because of their upbringing, that like you know, it's sure it's a sin to be gay, and yeah. I'm not supposed to be yeah. like this. So I become a man of the cloth, and I'll yeah. just become celibate. I'll become, I'll you know, my my marriage will be to God for the rest of my life, and I'll sure. you know, so. Your your bigotry is protected by the biggest corporation on the planet. Your bigotry? What? What do you mean your bigotry? Being against all those things. Well, no, you. I'm saying people who actually are. Oh, like okay, I get what you're saying. Like men, saying. men who actually are gay, but decide, but decide to go into uh, priesthood. Gotcha. Because I gotcha. I gotcha. because you know <clears throat> their belief is that well, me being gay is a sin, so I will become a pre- priest. To avoid to yeah. avoid that, that doesn't give you an out. It's just like you you go into a life of celibacy to avoid that temptation. Sure. So sure. it's like he could, that could have been his situation, right? Sure. Like he did a lot of things that he when he was younger that he wasn't 
proud of sure. or th- felt he like did, they were he did a sin. Allude, he did allude to a lot of things happening when he was younger. Right. And then this, obviously, yeah. like later in the movie, once well, he got a, a little bit of liquor a and a little bit of weed lo- into him, he fucked Terry. So yeah. it's well, not like well, there you go. <laughs> it's not like those things were too far buried underneath all the, the religious stuff. He's obviously not very picky either. <laughs> Insane. I mean, I get, I get it, I get it. An opportunity is an opportunity, but <laughs> um, outside of outside of the narrative things in the movie, um, I do want to talk about a couple of things I I did love. The cinemat- you loved Rigo's rap song. The I know oh, you well, did, obviously. Yeah. The cinematography in the movie I thought was was great. There's yeah. a couple of moments in the movie that were really good. Um, when when Father David is like spiraling out of control in his bed. And the it cuts from like light to dark, light to dark, and then every time it goes to dark, it'll flip the screen. Mm, yeah. So he goes from upside down to right side down, upside. It's a very, it's such a simple trick, but it's so effective in how he's spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. Super, super, super effective. I absolutely loved that. Um, I also loved the 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 tone of the movie. Like I thought the, t- the 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 overall tone of it was was beautiful. Like the way that they would interject the quote-unquote crazy into the mundane like in the very beginning it's it goes from a sunday mass to the title card and it's heavy metal title card everything else and then it cuts again it right? was very uh like it, it's very jarring it was very funny games that yeah was, that was yeah. exactly how fun the title card for funny games was. but it's effective though yeah like that type that type of editing is is effective because it draws you in because yeah. it, it, it puts you off guard a little bit right yeah, for what yeah. you're about to see right and i thought that was kind of genius um they also did this thing too there's a part in the movie where uh terry and um what's her name uh lexi lexi they're eating a chicken dinner and the fucking asmr chicken dinner was maybe one of the grossest things i've ever heard it was terrible in like the last in the last like year like it, oh god so gross. <laughs> there was a lot of like unintentional spitting in this movie. Oh, too. No, I think like, it was intentional. <laughs> like you would see, you would see people say something, <laughs> say something, and there would just be like you'd see a fleck of spit go somewhere, and like, <laughs> yep, so gross, so gross. Um, yeah. Oh, overall though, like I, I thought the movie was pretty cool. Like, it started off like the first scene i go oh this might be rough yeah like the first scene was, it does was, you don't know where it's going the first scene was weird like and and even the even the uh it almost like in the first scene it almost sounded like father david's voice was 80 yard like it was too crisp like too something weird about the audio quality sure. and then i kind of like i got over that and then once Terry was uh, introduced and you kind of saw that relationship building between Terry and David, they were so opposite from each other. It was funny. It sure. was like very, oh, yeah. very funny. Um, and this whole like this whole movie, ride. the first half of this movie is straight up comedy. Yeah. Awkward. For the most part. Yeah. Awkward situational comedy, pretty much, you know. And uh, and then very it takes. Very dry sort at times and then it starts to take a dark turn around the midway point and then by the end it gets like dark. super fucking dark yeah. like the, end it. Of the, the very end of the movie i thought like the, the tone of the end of the movie was great like you have this super happy music juxtaposed against this awful thing that happened at the very end mm-hmm. of the movie i'm like this is genius yeah like what a great way to go out mm-hmm. you know yeah absolutely genius and it solves all the problems 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, it just, it, 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 I don't know. I thought it was fucking great. I really did. Um, yeah, I don't know. There I, was I like, recommend this movie a lot. There to was anyone. so there was still like just real quick to go, like, was she actually in the confession booth? Yeah. In the beginning of the movie, yeah. yeah. But she said she never. She, she well, she said that, but she also when she first came in and he accepts her in, she looks at him and goes, "Thank you," because they knew. But she also, but she also went from zero months pregnant to nine months pregnant within like two days. Well, we don't know how much time actually passed, do we? I don't think. Well, yeah, it was like it was the beginning of. It was the beginning of the week before Christmas, leading up to Who Christmas. Who knows? She liked him, though. Like, like, like She liked Terry. Maybe Terry wasn't the father. It was her. But when maybe she, she got knocked up by somebody else. But when she showed up at the house, she clearly wasn't pregnant. I I don't know. I, I Maybe you're looking too well, much into it. I don't know. How, what do you mean I'm looking too much There's into time it? That she passed. Go- There's time that passed. It was they six go- days. No, they go they go from through Christmas. When when did the movie start? It was it was it was like a week before Christmas and then the final scene was Christmas night. Okay, so that's 3 weeks. A week before Christmas. Oh, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 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 yeah. To Christmas night. That's a week. So, so three she weeks so she Christmas. went from she went from not being pregnant to Essentially, nine months pregnant with the baby kicking and like her belly moving all over the place I got in a it. week. She was abducted by aliens, and it was an alien baby. <laughs> that that makes the most sense. That's fine, <laughs> and I can I can get down with that. But that's it, there was something else going on. There was like some something. Well, wasn't a lot of that though? Like his imagination. Uh, I feel like I a don't, lot. I, I don't like... know. Was it like what uh, was it that he was so um fraught with this guilt of this knowledge of knowing that she was pregnant and knowing that she was projected that onto her like his his goal in life had become so much like his his whole life had uh started to like be surrounded by this idea that he needed to save this baby that he actually was seeing things that actually weren't there. I think that's extremely possible. Sure. Like he was going crazy. So he suddenly she looked like too. she was yeah. nine months pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. Because wasn't, absolutely it, but, but wasn't there like an underlying, like, I go back and forth. Like, was he going crazy or was there like an underlying evil that was happening? No, too? no, there's no underlying evil. I think that she was pregnant long before it. She, tried to pin it off on him because it's exactly what he said it was. You guys are playing me. But it wasn't Terry playing him. It was her. Like Terry was unwilling in, in this whole thing. She knew what she was doing. Uh, Father David was exactly right. He called her out on it. But he's also going crazy, so we're seeing it through the lens of him. So you don't think there was any anything supernatural no, going on no, in this movie? No, God, no. Not, not, not even in the least bit. No. Unless you count the fact that he's a Catholic priest. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I no, don't know. I don't I don't I don't see anything like that whatsoever in this movie. I don't. I'm not I'm I'm not It's all mental illness to me. All of it. Yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth. Cause I I, I, I it could be either. It could be either. There's the, the the movie gives no example whatsoever of supernatural anything. 
well, a a woman suddenly when she's this walking is... when she's walking out of the house at the very end, she's barely pregnant. I I think she had a baby belly, which a, a maybe a bump maybe, but she's probably been pregnant for a while. At the beginning of the movie that takes place six days before the end of the movie, Terry is telling David that her his girl is acting weird and hormonal. Yeah. That means she's obviously not showing that she's pregnant yet. He's also an and then, idiot. And then by the end of the movie, she's so you're just gonna play off the the fact that she's nine months pregnant and he didn't he didn't Who notice said nine months. No one said nine months. She's got a huge belly at the end of the movie. So maybe she ate a burrito. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're looking way too far into this. I really do. I don't I, think I don't, you're looking far enough into it. I think that her belly was bigger because they wanted to prove a point in the movie. I don't think that was part of the narrative. All right. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. That's just me. I also didn't. I didn't. Uh, this is weird because usually I'm the one with the weird theories. This isn't they, a weird. This isn't a weird theory for somebody to suddenly go from not pregnant to nine months pregnant in a week is a strange nobody thing. Nobody said n- nine months. Where do you get nine months from? I'm just saying because of the size of her belly. When she moved into the house, she had no belly at all. By the end of the six days that she had been living there, her her belly was out to here. That doesn't happen in six days. I don't disagree with you. I, I I just don't think that it has as much to do with the story as you are projecting onto it. Why wouldn't it? I just don't think that it is. Why would it be there if it didn't have anything to do with the story? <laughs> I, I don't know. It doesn't I, make I just, any I sense. I just don't see it. I just right. don't see it. I also I, I also I, didn't look anything up about this movie to I like don't find see out this as supernatural at all. So I think it's mental. So we're seeing it through the eyes of him, of Father David, but that's about it. Yeah. I don't know. All right. We've talked way too long about this movie. Well, it was interesting, though. Was it? I, I thought so. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I guess not. Yeah, fuck off then. Um. Yeah, so anyway, the next movie, Puka. Puka, baby. Which is from Into the Dark on yep. Hulu. Yep. Came out in 2018, is that right? Correct. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, directed by Nacho, let's see here, Vigalondo. Nacho Vigalondo. Did I get it right? I think, eh, probably. I, think I did. Probably uh, not. He also directed, like we said earlier, ABCs of Death. Uh, he did, in the very first movie, he was the very first segment. A is for Apocalypse. I don't actually remember which one that was. I actually, I think I do remember that one. It was uh, a guy, I think it was a guy laying sick in bed or something like that. I don't remember exactly what happens. In the hotel room? I think so. But then all I remember is somebody drawing back a curtain and there was a huge asteroid hurtling toward the earth. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what A for Apocalypse was. I'll I'll take your word for it. Uh, a struggling actor takes on a seasonal holiday job as a mascot for the year's hottest new toy, Puka. Puka. However, after putting on the costume, he develops two personalities, one for himself and one for Puka. Uh, we talked about the other movie being very mental and cerebral. Mm-hmm. This movie is 1,000% more mental and cerebral. Uh, to the oh, point, I disagree. To the point where I would say um, <laughs> this movie gets a bit confusing um really i i i thought so i didn't think it was i i I thought so of course you didn't because why why would we ever see eye to eye (laughs) um 
let's see here. Uh, you have uh, Nashia uh, Attendi who plays Wilson. Why can I not find this fucking? Or Niasha, Niasha Attendi who plays Wilson, who is the the main actor. He's the guy that plays Puka. Uh, he is uh, the dude that is infatuated with Melanie, played by uh, Latarsha Ruse. Latarsha? Latarsha. Is that right? Yep. Pretty um, sure it is. Why can I not find this on IMDb? I don't know. You have to look up Into the Dark. I did that. That's there. I promise. I, I found it earlier. Uh, John Daly, who plays Finn, who is Wilson's boss, who hires him to play the role of Puka. Uh, you have Dale Dickey. One of, one of the greatest golfers to ever live. John Daly? Yeah, that nine-year-old boy. Oh. Yeah. Wait, wait. Dale Dickey? No, John wait, Daly. Who are you talking about? John Daly. What the fuck are you talking that about? That little boy is one of the greatest golfers to ever live. What little boy? Didn't you say? What the fuck are you talking about? Wow. Calm down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just move on. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> move on. Move on, Michael. You don't know who John Daly is? No. The golfer? Who? Oh my God! Never mind. I don't watch lame sports. Yeah, I'm sorry. Re- remind me not to make sports jokes around <laughs> you. Jeez, you got so defensive. <laughs> Who the fuck? You're Who? The, you're the little the boy. Fuck? Who's the little boy? Was John Daly a little boy golfer? You said Finn. No, Finn. played by John Daly. Yeah, he wasn't the little boy. You s- Finn? No. Oh, that was Ty. Who's yes. Finn? <laughs> Who's Finn? Finn is his boss, the guy who hires him to become Puka. Oh, do they ever say his name? Yes. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, I don't think so. You're an idiot. The little boy, Ty, is played by Johnny Berryman. And then you have Red, who is uh, Wilson's next-door neighbor, played by Dale Dickey. Okay. So Wilson moves into this new apartment complex. It's Christmas time. He's all alone. Makes friends with his neighbor, uh, Dale. Uh, our neighbor Red, rather, uh, played by Dale Dickey. Dale Dickey. She takes him in. They become like this this weird, odd couple friendship kind of thing, right? Uh, it's kind Wilson, of charming. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Wilson, though, finally gets a job. Uh, he's an actor. He's a struggling actor in L.A. And he gets a job thinking that's for a role, but it's really it's to become an entertainer uh, and, and play the role of Puka, who is the, the, the season's hottest new toy for Christmas. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Basically, Tickle Me Elmo. As he puts the costume on, yeah. Except for much. he he can either be nice or he can be a dick. Yeah. Uh, that toy would lead to so many divorces, it's unreal. <laughs> because it picks and chooses what it what it records and and, and replays. You yeah. can't you can't choose. Yeah. Um so Wilson gets the job as this thing, and when he puts the costume on to do costume work, it starts to like change him, right? Like he become he doesn't he's losing grasp of his own reality. He doesn't know what's going on. He's losing time. He has memories of things that didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. It's all crazy. Um, it all makes sense at the end of the movie when you figure out what had happened. Um, but it well, was don't an, don't jump there. I'm yet. not. I'm not. I'm not. It's an interesting journey to get there though, and it's slightly confusing because they jump, they jump back and forth between. There being two characters to there only being one character to like it's 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 sort of a confusing ride on purpose. Like between him and the Puka character and who's doing what. Because sometimes he's watching Puka, other times he's he's reflecting what Puka did, other times he feels like he is Puka. The editing so, the editing was really cool in that way. The editing's great. Yeah, yeah I agree. But it, it but it's it's confusing though because they don't want you to know what's going on. It's intentionally confusing. 
they paint a lot of different aspects of what it could be before they actually tell you what happened. You know? Yeah. That's why I say confusing. Like, that's why, like, until you get to the end of the movie, it's hard to understand exactly what was going on. Um, but I do have in my back pocket here, and we'll talk about this later, I have some theories about the movie, which is really interesting. Okay. In terms of, like, inspiration and take and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But um, how, how did you feel about it? I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really cool. Like I said, the editing was awesome. Um, the fact that they were able to take this ridiculous-looking character and actually make it pretty fucking spooky were, yeah. was really cool. It's like a hairy Teletubby. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Teletubbies are hairy, aren't Mixed they? Mixed with a moth. The eyes of It looked moth. like the Mothman. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, I picked up, I picked up pretty quickly on the fact that, that, uh, what was his name? Um, Wilson. I picked up pretty quickly on the idea that Wilson and Melanie were, uh, like, I, I guess I kind of, I kind of saw the end coming. I knew, I knew. I... Like when I knew that uh, as soon as he said to her that he saw her at the uh, at the the tree um, the tree shop like yeah. the Christmas tree shop and she said oh that wasn't me I knew that it was they they were on like different timelines like I knew that she so that's what's weird like, about it that to that to me like I. I, I don't I don't know the exact moment that I realized it, but I kind of knew from early on in the movie that he was connected to her from something. Agreed, in the past. but it, but it's weird because it's not it's not just him. It's not just him being connected to her past. It's weird. It's like he's reliving his past with a new consciousness, right? And it's really it's bizarre because it's like it's the past, but the future existing on the same level. Well, and she and it's really weird. Like at one point in time, she says something about her ex and how he was, you know, abusive like a, a mentally and, abusive yeah. kind of guy. And he starts to like ask about him, and she says, "I don't want to talk about him." And almost as if it's like, "I don't want to talk about you." Like let's talk. Let's focus on the new you. Even though I don't think she was aware of that, but that's the way that it came off. Because even the kid, Ty, was like, "I just need you to be there." I don't want it to. I, I, my old dad wasn't there. I want you to be there. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like they recognized him as the same person, but they were acting as though he was a completely new person. Well, and at I don't, the same time, I don't actually think. Bizarre. I don't actually think that anything that I haven't actually thought about this, but I, I'm kind of working it out right now. Everything that happened in the show, in the movie. I don't think it actually happened. Like I think that he was laying on the ground. Oh yeah, it's all in his head. Uh yeah, so yeah. like yeah. it doesn't really matter what they say to him throughout the movie. Like he's he's going back and he's rel- it's almost like his life is flashing before his eyes but he's replaying like he's Cognizant he's, he's getting a redo, he's you con- know what I mean? So like this is what I would have done being if I re- could have played it out if I could have been a better man, if I could have like played it out in a better, better way. My first thought about this was that being that it's a Christmas movie is that the puka itself, even though it's evil, it also played the role of the ghost of Christmas past. There's a little bit of that where he's, 
in the street dying, and he gets approached by the ghost that takes him back through his life as he's lying there on the street mm-hmm. to relive his life, right. see all these awful things that he did, right? Right. That there's a part of that there. I don't know if that was intentional. That's that's what I was no, picking up at one no, point. No, it in time. is because it's almost like a it's almost like a Wizard of Oz kind of thing too. So, okay, so that was the theory that I never picked up on. Oh, really? But there, I, I saw people online talking about this. How it's every person that he met is in, in his life is in that last scene is is in his life previous. There's there's Puka. The the two ambulance drivers are his his manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was the other one? Mm. Um, it was his manager and somebody else. That person didn't play a huge role, though. Yes, they did. Did they? Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't shit. Think so. It was. Yeah, it was. Fuck. I I I took mental note of it when. It, and then the 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 only person I couldn't place was. Uh, so in the car was red. Was red. Yep. With her yep. forehead smashed in. Who was the passenger in the car? It wasn't. There was a passenger. Yes, there was. I didn't see a passenger. There was somebody in the in the passenger seat. It was just Brad. No. <laughs> there, no, there was a passenger. Because I thought, who the hell is that? Because everybody else in the scene, there was there was the there was his wife, there was his son, there was Puka, there was the two ambulance drivers who Oh, it, one of them was one of them was uh so did you notice that throughout the entire show? I keep calling it a show because it's an installment and a fucking throughout the entire movie, the same guy keeps popping up. Did you notice that? Which guy? So in the beginning of the movie, he's sitting at a diner and uh and somebody says, Oh can yeah, you, can you take our picture? But he has it's, to take his picture. It's that later. guy. Yep. And then later, uh that guy pops up like five or six times. Later in the movie, it's when when uh Wilson's wearing the the puka outfit yeah and he's standing outside of um he's the guy that beats him up he's right? the guy that beats him up yep. and then he's the guy who was takes, he the other passenger he's, he's the guy who takes the picture so in the beginning of the movie he asked wilson to take a picture of him and his family he's the guy who takes the picture yes. of wilson yes. and his family with the christmas tree so that guy pops up so that's the was other he the he's the other he's the other ambulance driver ah uh, okay and okay. then there was I did not. And then there was, and and so the only person, the only person I can't place is the passenger in Red's car. Um. Yeah. No. Like, I I I know what you're talking about. I. Oh shit! Sorry. What what did you? Well, I'm I'm gonna let this roll. I got a minute and a half of ads to go through, but I want to double check to make sure that there was a passenger in Red's car. I don't remember there being a passenger. I'm pretty sure there was. But anyway. Um, so what were we talking about? So no, just how like the, yeah, the so, whole Wizard of Oz thing though, how it's like everybody from his his past yeah. ended up oh, I in just, this. I just had the craziest dream and you were yeah. there and you were there. But it wasn't and you really were... a dream. But it was either. fun. It was actually like so much more tragic because he was laying on the on the street watching like dude, when it finally like when it all ties <laughs> together and because the beginning of the movie is you you see Puka laying like the the Puka stuffed animal laying on the ground saying, Look at all the pretty lights. Yeah. Look at all the pretty lights. Look at all the pretty lights. And you're like, okay, that doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Sure. And then he wakes up and then he goes through this whole thing where he's an actor and he goes and he becomes Puka and and he lives out this whole thing. 
and ends up destroying his relationship with with this great new girl and 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 you know and and her son and then finding out that he was actually the man you know in a previous life who just you know was a, a piece of shit destroyed the tree Which, and then they're and then they're heading out like that final reveal of like you know the mom and the son are sitting in the back seat and she's trying to comfort the son because yep. he's scared because his sure. dad's acting like a fucking dick yep. and destroying the christmas tree and stuff like that and she's just trying to comfort her son and she's saying look at all the pretty lights and yep. puka hears that and that's the last thing that he repeats and like well, he's laying on the so ground. It makes sense. Yeah. God, that's fucking. It like, is creepy. It, it's super it's not creepy. creepy. It's heartbreaking, well, well, dude. Well, it's, cre- it's creepy in the sense that like that's that's what he recorded. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. There was. There was. I thought it was. I thought it was cool kids? though. What? No, go, go ahead. On, go, on. go ahead. No, I was just say kids like the most terrifying things because Coop uh, Puga. Puka's a scary fucking toy. Yeah, Puka's not good looking. No. <laughs> Why do kids like such creepy things? I don't know. I don't get it either. But it's kind of like, I mean, Furbies were not real cute either. No, the Furby is a fucking Puka. Yeah, basically. Furbies are Pukas. Yeah. 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 Um, I did, just, you, did you find what you're looking for? I'm, I'm almost there. Um, yeah, I just thought, I thought it was, I thought it was cool, like, how they tied in his, you know, like, because it does get pretty creepy in the in the middle third of the movie with him like going crazy and 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 seemingly committing these horrible acts like murdering red and then like you see it it cuts back to him like it, it the the lines between him and puka and the good puka and 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 the the bad put like they all sort they start to blur sure and so you get these scenes where like you said earlier puka's doing these terrible things and it's almost like it cuts to him and he's watching puka do these bad things yeah but also you know that it's him in the suit doing the the terrible things at the same time so it's like it makes for like a, a pretty it reminded me of something else but i i can't really think it's got kind of a fight club sort of vibe to it in a way i could see that because it was definitely a lot of like i'm I'm watching this go is it is this like a split personality thing yeah what's going on here right it's clearly something going on but the fact that he he goes from being the person doing it to being the person watching it right is a weird kind of mind fuck yeah you know yeah um i i thought that this movie had and i'm jumping scenes here maybe one of the prettiest jerk off scenes i've ever seen in my life <laughs> like it Dude. was a beautifully it was a beautifully shot scene you mean prettier than the jerk off scene from the leech i don't know man with all that the, was with all the christmas lights around him though like like it shows like puka jerking off in a corner and there's yeah, but christmas th- lights but then the, but then it zooms <laughs> out though and the whole all the negative space everything starts to fill up red with christmas lights. it's beautiful yeah really pretty welcome to my world dude that's what it looks shooting like every fucking, time i jerk shooting <laughs> shooting strands all over the place like shoot, just shooting shooting ropes that's it. it's beautiful shooting ropes of light absolutely beautiful um um i don't know man like i just i just feel like i feel like this movie had a lot more to say than what was on the surface okay pause okay not literally but who's that yeah. watch I see. 
Oh, the girl. Who's the passenger? Who? Okay, so there is a girl. Yeah. Who's the girl? I don't know. Who is who's, it? Who's the babe? Who's the babe? She is kind of a babe. Yeah. She's dead. Yeah, well, I mean, she's a little bloody. I like a girl on a rag. Who is it? Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> no. Um, who is that, though? Who is though? she, though? Yeah. Because every other... Oh, well, is it... Hold on. Is it the wife of... Because the the ambulance driver is, oh wait no no red was shown with red oh fuck oh my god I completely forgot about this when you first meet red it shows a bunch of pictures of her with another woman at the beginning because I go oh red's a lesbian because it's her with another woman they never go back to it though at the beginning of the movie oh did you, is it I thought they I thought show it was... a bunch of pictures with her with another woman that's her oh I thought it was. <laughs> I I took that as it was her her daughter. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> the there girl's is, much younger than she is. Red Red is shown in a bunch of picture frames with another woman at the beginning of the movie. Okay. That's who that is. That's why Red is so sad yeah, in see, all of the playbacks. See the other uh, the other. Oh yeah, it's yeah. The, it's yeah. the manager and it's the dude who yep, yep. keeps popping up. Well, John Daly. I, I know John Daly, so that was easy. But yeah. like. But yeah, that's who the other person was, though. And, and I love that because they only showed those photos at the beginning of the movie. So you have to really remember back to that. Fuck, that's great. I like that. Yeah, I like how this, I, I like how this movie connects all the dots. You yeah. know what I'm saying? like it's, it's easy to connect the dots, but it's hard to unravel. Yeah. That's kind of a perfect, perfect mindfuck movie. Um, I like this a lot. I, this was the first movie I know of the um, Into the Dark series that got like critical acclaim. The first two... The first two episodes slash movies were not well received at all. Yeah, it was the uh, the body and um, something else. Actually, the f- I think the first one was pretty well liked too. But Puka was the first one that I heard a lot of people talk about. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the first one that really gained a big a big audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, there's a sequel to this called Puka Lives. It came out in 2020. Oh, so we well. sh- we can, but it doesn't seem to be holiday. Is it related. not? Uh, doesn't seem to be holiday related. Are aren't all into the dark movies? I know around the holidays? first season was. I don't know if they continued that trend throughout the rest of the series. Oh. That I don't know. But. So, oh, you're absolutely right, dude. What? Yeah, right there. Ah, the girl in the pictures. Yeah, Got it. look at me knowing something. Look at that. Um, so <laughs> I went to watch this movie today. And I'm watching it, and I get like ten minutes in. And it's like, like a sorry, <clears throat> not, sorry, shit. I'm, I, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because you're talking about the girl in the picture. I'm sorry. This yeah. is why when he first comes over in his real life, and she's the roommate, she brings him in. She's like, "Oh, you poor soul." Like she knows that like he didn't mean to kill her. Like she is like kind of an angel. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because like when she, he, why she connects with him, so yeah, much. she doesn't blame him for it. Yeah, when she sets, like when he sets up the Christmas tree for yeah. her, and she has that vision of it, like she has that vision of like, uh, like burning. And, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's is he in like purgatory? It's limbo. It's like yeah, limbo it's, where he's reliving his yeah. life. That's what this is. Yep. That's what that apartment is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like one hundred percent. See, now we're figuring this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. That's actually really cool. It is very cool. And I love the fact that like she doesn't blame him. It was an <clears throat> accident, right? Like she doesn't blame him for it. She's this good person, even though she lost her her person. She even talks about that. We're talking about relationships. Oh, I had somebody, but it didn't work out. Oh. Like it's all there. 
It's all there. Yeah. It's great. Oh, and God. It's great. She says, he, he, like, he says, I'm an actor. And then she goes, oh, like, she starts to get dramatic. Like, oh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm blah. And he goes, yeah. oh, you too. And she says, I had my time. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. This is, they're, they're like, I had my time. I'm dead. This and you purgatory. killed me. It's purgatory. Oh, my God. That's yeah. fucking, it's cool. It's like such, yeah, it's uh, like, my initial thought when I got to the end of this movie was it's really cool that they were able to take such a ridiculous looking character. I just figured it out. And hold on. They were able to take this ridiculous character and make it into something creepy and, yeah. and profound and like and and actually deep and unsettling. And uh and it continues doing that. Like I the more just fucking calm down, dude. What? Now you can go. I'm done with my thought. Now you can go. You're shaking your microphone because you oh, just, can't just, wait to talk. Go ahead. No, go. With go. It. He was in purgatory, right? Yeah. The puka. I thought. I thought the entire time, like, is there like a weird time travel a- aspect of this? Like, I, I knew that was far fetched, right? But I'm like thinking, myself, I'm like, is there like a weird time travel thing going on here? Like, he was going back in time. Yeah. And revisiting like the first time he did this with this woman and this and that, right? Uh-huh. He's in purgatory. Uh-huh. The puka is almost like his gateway into reliving his past. Like I said, the ghost of Christmas past. Mm-hmm. So the movie takes place in purgatory. That apartment complex is purgatory. Mm-hmm. And every time he goes out into the real world, it's him in that puka thing. Like he's doing the puka thing. And then he meets this woman. And the, that, that's like the past. Mm-hmm. Whatever it has to do with Puka, yeah. And being that his boss gave him the the card to visit the woman, that's like his pass to going into the past. Does that make mm. sense? Oh, so you're saying like uh, it's almost like John Daly was his guardian angel, yeah, in a weird way. Well, it's funny too because he well and like he's and giving think, him think about when he first goes to the when he first goes to the audition. You don't see. You don't see him, he's and then up. suddenly and he's, he's, up he's up above him, and he says, "He's the guy. He's the guardian he's the angel. one. He's the guardian yeah. angel. That's what this was. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, not a out. not a guardian angel, but like you said, maybe more like a more like a somebody above, more him. like a ghost of Christmas past, yeah. sort of somebody above him, whatever yeah. that means. Right? Yeah. Maybe we're completely wrong on this, but this is I don't what think I'm, so. But this is what I... I'm taking from it, and I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. Very cool. I think it's really cool, yeah. So now my hope is <laughs> because I, I I think that it I think that you could I think you could just like watch this. You could like I don't I don't think that you should, but you could just watch this and take it at surface level and just be like, Oh, this is a guy who's just you know well, I, I how could you take this at surface level? There's too much going on to take it a service. My my point is, I hope that I don't watch Puka Lives and it just becomes a stupid slasher. Well, I know that Puka Lives becomes like an urban legend. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna like that. I know because this because kind of this is really deep. The more you dig kind of, into yeah, it, it's yeah. really it's really deep. Like I don't don't fuck that up by like making it just a stupid. Like giant, giant stuffed animal who kills I'm not, people. You I'm know? not convinced that Puka lives is going to be stupid. I think they're going to take it in a different direction. I'm though. just saying, don't do that. You well, know, I'm we'll hoping, see. I'm hoping that they don't do that. We'll see in a month. Yeah, 
That's that. That's what I can tell you. Right on. I would like to watch the Puka Lives sooner rather than later. Yeah, me too. So. And I actually might rewatch this one. It's a quick watch. It's on Hulu. It's, it's like an part hour and of, twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend. I would recommend both these movies. Yeah, I would. I too. had a I had a great time watching both of them. I agree. Um, I agree. we watched. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, if you can go on go on Prime and you can currently purchase the leech for two ninety nine. We don't know if it's some sort of fluke. Fluke. I don't know why. Maybe you would... Amazon fucked up. But it's how it was. When yeah, it's, we, when it's we a watched it's it a go. brand new movie. So me me and Mike both jumped on and bought it for two ninety nine. Yeah. Because uh, that was the only option you really had. So, uh, if you're listening to this and they still have that deal running, then jump on and grab it. Yep. Uh, and then Puka is on Hulu, obviously, because yep. it's part of the Into the Dark, um, the Into the Dark series. So, I yeah, I would yep. recommend both of them. I thought they were great. I agree. I, I think this is a gr- a great kickoff to our uh, trilogy of terror ornaments. <laughs> trilogy of terror ornaments. I love for it for the for the Christmas tree. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, next week, do we know what we're doing? No, no, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yep. We'll let you know. We'll fucking figure it out. And even if we did know, we ain't telling you. Yeah, we wouldn't tell you because it's a surprise. Surprise. Just like Christmas. Yeah. All right. We are Santa Claus. Yes. Think of it that way. Papa Shishol. And if you still believe in Santa Claus, well, we just ruined it for you. Oh, no. So there you go. Well, no, you can believe. <laughs> you can believe. You just have to believe that it's us. The two of us. We are the Buzzed Cole podcast. We're bad boys. <laughs> the ba- the bad boys of podcast. That's it. Um. Yeah. So anyway, next week we'll be back. If you want to find us before then, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. We're on all major streaming sites. Clearly, you've already found us. Uh, this week, I want you to leave uh, your first. Your first letter to Santa, and tell Santa to listen to us. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and leave out a cookie. Leave out, leave out a nookie. Leave out like a literally nookie. a limp biscuit nookie single. Leave out a nookie cookie. Because I will listen to that on repeat. Yeah, in my my on, on my disc 2003 man. Honda Element on my disc CD man. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it on my disc man. The no skip version. That too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the big yellow one that was like the size of a cinder block. Ooh, I was always a fan of the Phillips city players. The, like the silver Phillips. ones? They're yeah, they're dude. a perfect circle. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yep. yep. Those are the two. Yep, yep. All right. Well, hey, anyway. we'll see you next week. Michael. Yep. Cheers, James. bud. Cheers. Have Love a good you. night. See ya. See ya. <laughs>